Welcome back, everybody, to the, um, shoot, I think I've ran out of locations, haven't I? We've already gone too small, because we were district-wide, um, to the subdivisionally known Cast Conversations. There you uh, go. I'm Jeremy, uh, I've got Phil with me, like usual. I'm, I'm here as well, again, <laughs> uh, I'm always here. Uh, but today we have Michaela with us, who uh, just told us that she was spring of 2018, and she worked at the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Very excited to talk about that with Michaela. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about it too. Thanks for having me on the show today. I'm excited. Absolutely. <laughs> so and Phil, Phil wants to start us off. Yes. Yeah, so just straight up, first question: um, Which dwarf would you go like to have a drink with? Oh, hmm. I mean, I would, if I did drink, I actually don't drink. So this oh, okay. is a fun question for me, but I'm, <laughs> if I were to hang out, I do have friends who go out and drink and I hang out with them all the time. And the happy friends are the ones that are the best to hang out with. So I'd probably hang out with happy. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. You don't, you want, you don't want anyone grumpy. Uh, yeah. Oh no. The, the night down. So, <laughs> so I guess first you were spring 2018 um, what year did uh, that ride come out? 2017? Oh, gosh. That I year, I think it was a 2014. I think it was May okay. 2014. Mm-hmm. So it's a relatively new ride when you're there. So yeah. I'm sure your your line was always busy. Well, I guess to go even further than that. What part of the ride did you work? Um, well, as a cast member in attractions, you actually just run the whole thing. Um, yep. You just do the whole thing. So you rotate between positions every like 45 minutes. Okay. So I did everything from greeter to running the actual roller coaster to counting people to, you know, helping with wheelchairs. So you did everything. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. So which position was your favorite? Um, at first, my favorite was probably wheelchair because I was really stressed at the beginning mm-hmm. of my job because it's a safety uh, position. So wheelchair was easy because you just stood right <laughs> by the front of the line and you just waited for a wheelchair to show up. And then you just like, <laughs> were like, oh, hello, come through this <laughs> rope with me and I will get you on the train. And that was so chill. And you mostly just stood there and said hi to everyone and was like, oh, hey, excited to go on the ride. Yeah, so that's nice. Yeah. But as I got into actually working, my favorite was grouper, um, which is where you actually mm. see how many people are in the party and then line them up in their rows. Um, mostly just because after you get a hang of the job, it kind of becomes monotonous with everything you're doing. And so that one, it kind of kept you on your toes and you had to go really fast and do math in your head. So (laughs) it was a lot Mm -hmm. easier or more fun to do that one. And if you got grouper, everyone was like super excited to get grouper. So, so in your training, did you, or even in a normal day of work, were you riding the ride as a cast member? Uh, yes, we did ride the first, like the first thing we did actually after, you know, opening the ride was actually ride it. Um, and then our first night of training, um, my trainer who I actually knew from home in Utah, um, which was a very, very small world story. Um, (laughs) but she was like, Hey, we're going to do this one quick thing. So I just need you to hop into the last row real quick. And we're like, 
okay. Like that's, <laughs> we're riding the ride. So that's cool. Um, but we got and is out. This, is this during a normal day? During a normal day. Um, okay. it was like my very first day of training, it was nighttime. So we were like almost at the end of the day. Um, we get on the ride and the girl who I was training with and I were like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm down. And we get on and we come out of the tunnel and there's fireworks going on. Oh, so, that's so cool. she was like, I just wanted you guys to ride it while the fireworks were happening. Cause that is like a really magical moment to go. Cause you're outside and there's fireworks and you're just riding along. And that was a really cool moment. So for those listening, awesome. magical moments aren't just for the guests. It's also for the cast members as well. So that's, that's a super awesome story and a memory you'll, you'll always have. Yeah, that was super cool. So when you were, when you were grouping people, like you were saying is your favorite position, uh, how would you very often have people want the front or the back specifically? Oh, oh always. Yeah. <laughs> always. They, or you'd get, yeah. Doesn't Seven Dwarfs actually have like a front line or something? Or no? They, they do well kind of they have well they have two per cart so it's just like there's a beginning and an end of the train and um you kind of just it's at the very very end of the row that's the first row so if they wanted the front or the back you had to time it right and so you always had to put them off to the side and be like if you have to wait that's we can get you on that one and so you put them off to the side and then if they lined up where they could get the front or the back then that's mm, how you kind okay. of did it so gotcha. yeah. similarly it's it's well known that Seven Dwarves isn't a short line by any means. So <laughs> no, it's not. was it often that people wouldn't be always happy when they were into the front of the line? One you, might say grumpy. Yeah, one might say grumpy. You could definitely say that for sure. Um, <laughs> it was because that ride specifically for those who don't know, um, it is, it was at the time when I was there, it was the newest attraction in the most popular park in the world. And everyone wanted to go on seven dwarves because a lot of the time families would um, have parents who have gone to magic kingdom before but when they bring their kids that's the new ride that they've never ridden before even as children so um, a lot of people wanted to make sure that they hit that ride and so that was the the case for everyone and so you get lines that were our our average wait time was about like two and a half hours um every day and that was on a <laughs> not busy day and people didn't believe you when you said it was two and a half hours so they'd come up to you and say hey how long and they're like oh it's about two and a half hours and they're like yeah right and then you see them two and a half hours later at the front and like yeah that, <laughs> no, it's that's, just true <laughs> it's true <laughs> i think two and a half hours is sometimes even like like you're you're pushing it or not pushing it what's the opposite you're being lenient because I think sometimes mm-hmm. it can be closer to three. Yeah, right? that was, that was a case. Uh, there were days. I remember one day we hit a four hour wait. Wow. Um, that was during the spring break craziness where like, it's like that three weeks of just madness because everyone's on spring break. Oh, and cause there's always the Brazilian tour groups as well. That is also true. Yeah. yeah and they're always <laughs> in groups of 20 or more and with their pink shirts. Yep. <laughs> you know, they're there. Um, they're awesome. Yes. Cause you just, they're, they they're know. so excited. Yeah. yeah. They're so excited. Um, but yeah, you'd get, we had a four hour wait one time. There was one day where the ride went down. Um, it like, broke for certain reasons and it kept breaking all day um and so we had to keep closing the ride and with the policy with the the fast passes if you don't get your fast pass time you get a fast pass for later and Mm. this one day we we shut down four times 
in one day. Oh, I was like, wow. and if it shuts down at all, it's at least a minimum of an hour wait uh, to get the ride back up. So we were like, oh, this is going to be fun. We opened the ride back up at like 4 p.m. And that fast pass line, because everyone who had fast passes basically all day, <laughs> they were like, oh, we have our fast pass. So we're going to use it here. And that line wrapped around all the way to the other <laughs> side. Um, and that was the most stressful day. I think that was the day we had a really bad four hour wait. I, and that merge section where you put in fast pass to the main line, uh, it was, that was a stressful position that day. Miserable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, if you're a listener of the show, you know that Phil's a fan of the ride. I'm not a huge fan of Seven Dwarves. Mine, is it Seven Dwarves Mine Track? Seven Dwarves Mine, mine Train. Train. Mm-hmm. So my, my only issue with the ride is I feel like it's a little short for the wait. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the theming and the mechanics of the ride are like phenomenal, but I always thought it was a little short. So was that something that you heard often after people got off? Like, oh, that was just such a short <laughs> ride. Like it's your, like it's yeah. your fault. Oh yeah, that was definitely yeah. something you'd always hear. Oh, that wasn't worth the wait. But like, <laughs> I mean, it's Disney. You're gonna have rides that you have to like Splash Mountain. I mean, that's a long rides, right? So you yeah. that two hour wait worth it, right? Um, but you know, it is a roller coaster. You have to expect that it's a roller coaster in fantasy land, which is yeah. primarily for children. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be a space mountain or a splash mountain. It's its own thing. So <laughs> that expectation <laughs> right. of it being this epic roller coaster was always something people had and it, well, it's not. <laughs> I think it's worth the wait at least once. If you've never yeah. done it, wait three hours, do yeah. it once. Cause like when you start doing the I'm going my hands, but we have audio listeners. No. Uh, <laughs> the, the, what's that called? What's that the called? The rocking. Back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the rocking. That's, I, I think that might be even just worth the admission of the time waiting. Yeah. Um, it's really, it's a really cool mechanic. And then the um, digging or the mining section is really cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think if you've never done it, for me at least, just doing it once even, it's like, wow, that was, that was worth the wait. Yeah. And the queue itself is so awesome. I think they did a really good job with the theming of it. Um, And that alone was really cool to just go through before COVID, of course, because they had to change all the touch. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you can't touch anything anymore. So that kind of made the queue a little bit sadder, but it's it's still really cool to see anyway. Yeah, that that is probably, it makes the the queue probably a little more dull um, because you don't have all the kids playing the games and um, spinning those barrels all the time. Oh, the barrels were my favorite part. <laughs> I went back. Um, I honestly loved when you like had the job of sweep the queue. That was one of the jobs you did. So you literally would just go through with the broom and dustpan and pick up stuff in the queue with people in it because it's, it's a long time. But my favorite was when you got to the buckets and all the kids were spinning them and you're like, okay, guys, do it all together. <laughs> you spin all the buckets at once. Snow White appears and dances on the screen. So mm-hmm. that was my favorite part of doing the, the mm-hmm. queue. Um, but yeah, I went back recently with COVID and I was just so sad. I was like, oh, <laughs> the bucket magic is gone. <laughs> yeah, that is sad. So I, I bet, would people ask you where uh, Snow White would meet a lot? Did you ever get asked that? I've never heard that phrasing. <laughs> I don't think really? so, no. Oh, you like, mean like you the can, character? Where you can meet her. Yeah, where you can meet her. Oh, no, we actually didn't get that one. Um, Really? She did. No. Um, I did see her do some meet and greets outside of the mine. She would occasionally be there, um, Mm. like on the backside. But as far as like asking where she is, no. Um, 
because we're right next to princess fairy tale hall where they would actually do the meet and greet so people Mm. kind of figured it out there Mm -hmm. that makes sense that makes sense i forgot they're right next door to each other yep (laughs) that whole section is just like right Mm -hmm. next to each other and that's is that next to winnie the pooh kind of it's right across from winnie the pooh so if you were outside that's all you heard all day was the the hump what is what are the Heffalumps Heffalumps and Woozles. Oh, you heard all day. Oh, that sounds like heaven. <laughs> yeah. Maybe for you. Um, yeah. But if you're out there for, <laughs> for a while, it kind of gets old really quick. I will say, I worked, um, I did photo pass, and so I moved around a lot. And one of the spots that was the music the would like spot haunt right me. There. The what? <laughs> Wasn't the ticker spot like right by Winnie the Pooh that you would I was in um, photos? I was in uh, studios. Oh, okay. So um, the one spot that haunts me is uh, Sunset Boulevard's music. Um, <laughs> and at the end of um, Avengers Endgame, one of the songs that plays on Sunset Boulevard is in it. And I was like, it caught me off guard so hard. I was like, oh, You're I feel triggered. like I'm at work right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, really quickly, let's start to a break. Um, hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. So do not go anywhere. Are you in the need of a water bottle, cooler, tumbler, essentially anything for your water consumption needs phil i mean actually i was i i i kind of had a smaller water bottle that i would use a lot uh-huh. but it, I, I go through it so fast so i was like I, I need something bigger yeah and especially like with reusing plastic we want we don't want to like keep using plastic you want something that you can reuse so i've got the product for you it's called arctic they have a plethora of sizes to pick from. They've got 16 ounces, 20 ounces, 26 ounces, 32 and 36 ounces. They've got so many different ones you can pick from and a one gallon jug. Phil, doesn't that sound amazing? I mean, it does to me. And uh, the uh, ones that they sent us are really nice. Yes. Such high quality. Arctic was awesome enough to send us some to uh, review and look at. We're going to be talking about those more on another episode, but the ones that we got, they, it's, it's just so awesome because they're, they're very inexpensive and they're built so well. It's $28.95 for a 32-ounce water bottle when a competitor's water bottle might be at like $50. It's, it's very much so overbuilt, not overpriced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we look at uh, their, they've got tumblers for your coffee, they have travel mugs, they make grills, tote bags, day coolers backpack coolers the chairs the list goes on and on so yeah it's it's really amazing uh the amount of stuff they have and very good for all your outdoor needs for sure exactly um and uh finally if you are going to be visiting the parks which i know a lot of you want to you need a water bottle florida's hot check out arctic arctic outdoors.com for all of your water bottle consumption needs if not you're going to be hurting because you need that water to survive because our bodies are made of, <laughs> of like 70% water. And if you don't have it, you're going to be dropping down on Main Street USA. So get that water bottle or else you are going to be hurting in the parks. All right, everyone. Phil, I got a product for you. Let's hear it. All right. It's called a moss ball pet. And now what it is, is it's a little moss ball that you can... It's, it's going to be your pet. You can take it out of its container, rinse it, roll it around in your hand, and you can enjoy it out of the water, which is its home, for just short little periods of time. Hmm. 
You know what? I mean, honestly sounds like the easiest pet you could ever own. It is, and get ready. It can live for centuries. Centuries? And how does centuries. that work? How does that work? Well, you, you take it out of it. It comes with a uh, glass container, and then it comes. the moss ball comes in a uh, small little plastic container. You take it out, mm-hmm. rinse it off, fill up the container, put the moss ball in, and there, you, you did it. Moss balls are also, in Japanese culture, said to bring love, luck, and happiness. So does like the moss grow on the ball every so often and you got to kind of clean it off to it's almost like giving it a haircut is that you hmm, got to do that You know I'm I'm not quite sure but what's what's awesome is they have a lot of information on the moss balls on their website which is www.mossballpets.com and I do know that moss balls grow over time as well Ooh yes that's pretty so cool Not only is it a cool thing to look at but it's also growing and you're raising a a little pet I mean, it's it's honestly pretty cool for kind of like a desk idea, um, just kind of a, little, a desk decoration. I agree. Good, good conversation starter. Definitely. So if you like what you hear and you want to get something, go to mossballpets.com and use promo code CASTCONVERSATIONS with no spaces to get 10% off your order. Hey, uh, 10% off is better than nothing off, so. That's, that's what I always that. say. <laughs> so, exactly. So head on over and take a look at our Instagram to see what the Moss Ball Pet looks like and get one for yourself. And we are back. But before we get into life outside of working at Disney, um, I have a question for you, Michaela. Yeah. So I'm going to present you with two ride ideas and you have to tell me which one you like better. Phil, okay. do you want to explain... The first one? <laughs> sure. The, the one I, I yeah, yeah, brought yeah. up, or the one I thought of? Okay. Uh, so my idea was uh, to replace Astro Orbiter with a Meet the Robinsons-themed ride. That It's kind of like a mini roller coaster that kind of goes around Tomorrowland, um, just kind of above it. Um, but through it, you you go into the future and see dif- different themes of the future because you're riding the time machine in Meet the Robinsons. So uh, that that was kind of my ride idea. Um, so kind of like People Mover, but themed and a little bit faster. Somewhat, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually cool. what you mentioned too. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I guess I should also preface preface this. Um, if you're listening and you haven't listened to our um, Mickey's Courtroom episode one, uh, check that out. It's a new segment we're doing where we are um, creating new rides and replacing old ones. So my ride idea is actually get, getting rid of the ride uh, or the uh, dinner attraction, Be Our Guest, and replacing it with a um, Toy Story Mania-like ride and calling it Nobody Shoots Like Gaston, the interactive <laughs> experience where you're hunting the beast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so... <laughs> will he, will you be as strong as Gaston? I guess we'll have to find out on Nobody Shoots Like Gaston. Oh my gosh. That would be, I don't know. I was a big <laughs> Beauty and the Beast fan as a kid. And so, I don't know. That might be slightly traumatic for me. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, I would love to have a bell ride that wasn't just like the tall tales of bell or whatever it was that they do now. But um, I don't know. I think I really agree with the fact that Tomorrowland needs to have some Meet the Robinsons representation. I agree. Oh, okay. 
And I feel like that would be a really cool way to do it because I watched that movie like recently and I was like, why, like, this is basically the theming of Tomorrowland. Why do they not have it (laughs) there already? Yeah. When Phil mentioned that, I was like, that was actually pretty smart. (laughs) Um, I will say though, in my ride, I think in the debate, I talked about how the end bell's crying. Wasn't I saying that? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) If you you do the ride right, you shoot the beast. So Yeah, see, um, if if it goes the right way. Yeah, no, I couldn't couldn't do that. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about your life outside of working at the Magic Kingdom. What was was life like down there in Florida? Yeah, um, well, it was kind of, well, because it was spring, it was slightly a little bit colder than normal, so you got to spend a lot of time outside without dying, Um, (laughs) so um, I think my roommates and I mostly did a lot of beach trips. Uh, We would go to the coast whenever we had time off, or we would just request the same day off and go. Um, I did have a lot of family and friends who came down to Florida while I was there, um, and That's nice. did I know it was so nice I got to show, like I got to be the nerd who like went through and was like <laughs> oh yes this is where the entrance is and here's all the secrets um but I do remember I we did a lot of movies because that's when not Endgame, uh, Infinity War was coming out mm. um, in the Disney Springs. So they had Black Panther out in theaters um, and things like that. So we actually did a whole like Marvel thing. And my friends who flew in from Utah actually went to the premiere with me uh, to Infinity War uh, at the Disney Springs. And that was really cool to do. Oh, that so. had to be so cool. I did, I did the same thing. I saw <laughs> Black Panther and Infinity War in Disney Springs. Awesome. It, was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and I was so mad because I actually hadn't seen Black Panther, um, and all of my Marvel friends were, like, out in Utah, and so Mm. I was, like, I made my roommate go with me, (laughs) and she had to work so early the next day, but she she was, like, okay, fine, I'll go with you to the movie, but, like, (laughs) I I have to work in the morning, so we got to go as soon as it's over, and in me, knowing Marvel, I'm, like, okay, she means at the very end of the credits when they do the end credit scene that is not what she meant she meant like as soon as the credits hit we were out and i was i remember being so angry i'm like you realize how much like they give away in those end credit scenes and she had no idea she's like i just want to go to bed let me go to bed so um yeah but then she she watched it later she's like i totally understand why those are so important (laughs) but Yeah. yeah so we just watched a lot of uh we did a lot of movies. We went to the beach. Um, I would go to Hollywood studios by myself sometimes because I love the single mm. rider, um, option at rock and roller coaster. So mm. I do that okay. like constantly. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think what else we did. We didn't really go. I, I didn't have a car when I was doing my program. So I was basically chained to the Disney world. Um, mm. but mm-hmm. whenever I could, I would go with my friends and, we'd leave to the beach or go to Applebee's or whatever. So <laughs> that's kind of what we did. Oh, that's, so did you live at, did you live at Vista Way? I did live at Vista. Yeah. As soon as you said, as soon as you said Applebee's, I was like, she was a Vista Way girl. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a culture there. They always were like, yeah, everyone goes to Applebee's and you don't believe it, but then you're like there and everyone's in their costumes and you're just For like, real. this is Disney World. <laughs> I like, I was almost like, I wasn't embarrassed, but I felt like I wasn't supposed to wear my costume out to like restaurants yeah I, I remember a lot of people did that they just like were like oh if you take your tag off it doesn't count so yeah it's like good. you're like you're like safe <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like you're not gonna get in trouble <laughs> well someone told me too well, when I was working that oh go ahead Phil oh I was just gonna say I, I went to Duncan like every day before my shift um in my <laughs> your, costume. your uniform didn't look or your costume didn't no look yeah like a costume though I was just wear, yeah I just wore khaki shorts and like this quarter zip thing <laughs> That was yeah. short sleeve. So 
Phil worked yeah. at the mini golf course. Yeah, I worked at the oh, mini golf gotcha. course. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so. Uh, mine mine, mine was not as incognito as <laughs> 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 It was literally well, like. Yeah, what was, was your costume? Yeah, so um, it was basically Peter Pan <laughs> kind of vibes where it was okay. that, that forest green. Um, mm. And it had khaki, or not khaki, capris that were like that um, army green. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the top was like a vest with the puff um, uh, sleeves kind of thing underneath okay. it. Gotcha. So it looked like peasanty uh, mm-hmm. vibes, but it was the whole top was just one shirt that you just put on and zipped up in the middle and you were done. So it was kind of nice because it wasn't layered. It was just like all, oh, so it didn't make you piece. like hot. Like no, yeah. I mean, you would think it would, but they actually like on the sides they have that uh, mesh material that like kind of nice. hides in the folds, so it would it would breathe a lot easier than. Um, other costumes i've heard of so. that's good hmm. yeah they my photo pass uh button up had like this hidden flap in the back the entire mm-hmm. back was mesh and so like yeah it would flip open like no one would even know it was it was nice disney magic yeah that's exactly <laughs> what ours had it had the open back mesh thing going on so uh phil how about we throw it to the disney questions oh wait i i forgot i, I have one yeah comment to make uh Michaela, your your like your bookshelf there is so <laughs> aesthetically pleasing. It is it like color coordinated? Yeah, it's color coordinated. Um, yeah, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it's wow. um, I wish you could see all the way around it, but yeah, I go rainbow style all the way down. Um, but so have you read you. all of those books? Or are you most, still working? Most of them, yes. Um, I do. I'm a rereader, so I read. I reread mm. my books a lot. So. Um, I have like a select few that I constantly am like recycling <laughs> through. Um, but some of them I haven't actually gotten to. Um, some of these are my, my husband's books that I haven't mm. read yet. So I <laughs> need to get to those ones. Like he has the Aragon series and I haven't read that yet. So, so do you find with rereading, you're like, Oh, that's why that happened. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. my favorite part is when the books are so detailed that you miss the little things. And then if you yeah. reread it again, it makes it all the more better. So this isn't reading, but I'm currently watching Bly Manor. If you've watched that on Netflix, Phil, have you? I'm watching it. I've got like three episodes left. Okay, I'm on eight right now. So um, I got one more to go, but it was it was all right. It just it gets a little confusing <laughs> as the series goes on. Phil, you'll see in a couple episodes like it gets it gets like confusing where you're like, what is happening? <laughs> um, but all right, Phil, you want to start us off? Yeah. yeah. Um... So our first Disney question is, uh, who, no, top three Disney movies. <laughs> uh, isn't that the worst? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of the correct grammar. Um, top three Disney movies. Oh, that's so tricky. I, I love Coco. I've had like a love for Coco ever since it came out. I think I saw it four times the weekend mm. it opened in theaters <laughs> i was like dragging all everyone i knew back to the theater <laughs> to go see it um so that's definitely on top there for me um oh my goodness there's so many options i think oh i love enchanted that is a hardcore mm. like love for me just because it's so creative and i love how they brought in real world to disney world i think that was just yes. such a mm-hmm. creative idea and the fact that they have so many cameos of other disney movies in that one <laughs> it just makes my inside geek like freak out uh-huh. um i love it um and then i've always had a soft spot in my heart for like the toy story series in general 
Um, so mostly I loved the, the second one was a big one that I watched over and over as a kid, but like mm -hmm. just as a whole, I love the Toy Story series. It's, it's a good one for me. And then your favorite character. Uh, that's so hard. Um, <laughs> These are all tough questions. They are, honestly. Um, I I exclude Disney princesses and characters because they're their own brand. I know they're characters, but like that's in my brain. It's um, the next question. So next, <laughs> good. Okay. next question. Cool. Um, but as far as characters go, I really love um, Buzz Lightyear. Um, I always mm. did as a kid. I don't know why, but like his uh, – just like his loyalty to all of his friends was just so fun. And he's just such a quirky guy from the beginning all the way to the end. I just love <laughs> his like one-liners that he would have throughout the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I thought that was like Tim Allen was brilliant with that character when he did it. So for real, for that, real. That was my, uh, that was my childhood dog's name. So. Oh, that um, was my hamster's name. When I was a kid. <laughs> so yeah. And our next question is your favorite Disney princess. Yeah, so uh, I have I love all of them um, for different reasons, but I think my top, if I were to like put them all on a scale, I love Merida um, because she's so different from all of mm. the other princesses, and she's definitely like the 21st century princess where for she's sure. totally mm -hmm. the opposite. And I loved I love that like girl power that she's got. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she's a she's a hard one for me on that one. <laughs> and I love the hair too. Oh, I know. I'm so jealous Roxy. of her hair. I mean, I would hate it if I had it for real because you'd have to deal with it every single day. But like, for real. <laughs> aesthetically, I would, yeah, I'd be all That'd over that. That'd probably be a bottle of conditioner per <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. She's got so much hair. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't do it. <laughs> and then your favorite Disney album. Album. Ooh. That's a good one. I, well, Coco's up there for me, but I really think as far as like music goes, I really love for some reason the Finding Nemo soundtrack because okay. um, it's just the background music is so good. And they have, um, I think they won an Oscar for that soundtrack too. Really? Like one of the songs in it. Mm -hmm. it. I don't know what it is, but it's just very like, once I hear it, it's just that, that nostalgic Disney sound for me because um, it's the sure. of Pixar. So my brothers loved Finding Nemo when we were kids. So I just watched it all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, that one gets me like, very nostalgic and i just love i love it it's just mm -hmm. such a good mood such a mood so uh <laughs> yeah that's a that's a different answer we haven't gotten that one um what was your favorite disney resort Ooh, um i loved the grand Fl floridian can you say oh that word <laughs> um <laughs> but the grand yeah it is uh i had a, one of my roommates worked at the grand so we went and visited her all the time so we were there more than the other resorts but if i had to stay at one um i probably wouldn't actually pick the grand i'd probably pick the polynesian and cool. uh stay there because that just that theming is so cool i love it yeah i'm interested to see what they do uh with this re-theming too yeah that'll be very interesting and then our final question our favorite one your favorite cue <sighs> i feel like if i said mind train that would just be like a cheat out answer <laughs> um <laughs> but favorite cue Oh gosh. There's so many good ones. They've done so well with them recently. Like I feel like they just upped their game so much. Um, hmm. 
one that sticks out in my brain, and I don't know why, but the, um, and maybe it's the only one that I actually stayed in line for long enough to like really pay attention to, but the mm-hmm. flight of passage queue was pretty cool. Agreed. Um, yeah. yeah, it was just like, cause that's the one where it was like the hot ticket in town when I was there. And yeah. you probably know, Phil, like everyone was trying to get on flight of passage, yes, but like, sorry. That was the only time I actually had to stay in a line for more than two hours just because I had connections at the mine. And um, like, honestly, that one was so cool to kind of see how they took that world and made it their own in the real life sense. So that was really fun. For sure. Well, I guess that'll about wrap it up. That finishes our question. So Mm -hmm. uh, Michaela, we wanted to thank you for being on. This is a lot of fun. Uh, This is super cool to learn more about the mine train too. Mine mine track? Is it mine? Mine train. Mine train. <laughs> mine train. So I said it right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why do you keep thinking mine track? Because <laughs> there's a track. I think it's because you're know. on a track. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. test, For sure. So it's test train and mine track, right? <laughs> test track, mine track. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want to thank you all for listening. And uh, Michaela, again, thank you so much for being on. To our listeners, we will see you all in the next episode. Don't go outside if it's raining. All right, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye.